When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, everybody, on the alert. Here goes. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert update. A quick look at what's happening in entertainment. So much dirt. On My Talk. My Talk. Well, this is going to be juicy. Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott have purchased a home together for $13,450,000. Uh, yes, they split the cost. Wow. Oh. I think oh. we assume that maybe she would pay for it all since she's a billionaire. Yeah. yeah. Literally. No. They um, went Dutch. That's good. I'm glad. You know, we don't want him to be a kept man. So. <laughs> <laughs> Which I want to know where the term uh, going Dutch. Oh, yeah. That's where good, did that go? I don't where, know. What is that? Where did that. Uh, uh, are the Jones Dutch, will tell us. Are the Dutch known for. Uh, being very independent when paying bills? I don't know. I'm aware of that thing. And is it even PC? Did I just offend the Dutch? I don't know. Oh, I mean, man. I, who knows? I don't know. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Okay. Um, Matt Damon was set on fire uh, on Tuesday what? on the set of a movie. It's true. What? Oh, Why Whoa. isn't that the lead story today? I what? I know. So he's playing uh, Carol Shelby, a former race car driver and automotive designer. Uh, and it's a movie called Ford versus Ferrari. Uh, and so Christian Bale's also in this. He plays off at him and uh, yeah part of it is about uh, a part of this guy's life where he caught on fire after a crash so Matt Damon did the stunt wow. he's trying to one up Tom Cruise I guess I guess but I would not do that stunt no I'm sorry I- I'm a skydiver but I would never be set on fire <laughs> no I would set Lex on fire but I mean hey! that's it hey oh I'm sorry yeah. <laughs> ooh when you see someone on fire you don't want that to happen to you no no it's no, just a no. smell you want to get a no you want to get a fire extinguisher quickly right, right. yeah well. yeah Okay, on Watch What Happens Live, Stockard Channing appeared. She talked about Greece, and Andy Cohen asked her who was the horniest oh, cast member. I love this answer. All right, Jeff Conway, who played Kanicki, she said. <laughs> um, she said that you, she could remember the trailer would be rocking at lunch. Yeah. This oh, is whoa. on the set of Grease 2. Or on, mm-hmm. And she's never seen Grease 2. She never <laughs> yeah, actually it. was on the set it. of Grease. Oh, yeah, Grease? she's never seen Grease 2. But two. then she never saw Grease 2. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. Kanicki, <laughs> getting it done. Kanicki was yeah. practicing some dance moves in there? Or, uh? um, well, I don't know, Alexis. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, he's probably knitting and had an accident. Oh, hey, yeah, oh, that's yeah, true. Crocheting. Yeah. All right, on TV this weekend, we have Game 3 of the World Series. That's tonight. Uh, we have also Saturday and Sunday games four and five uh and then on netflix the chilling adventures of sabrina this is a darker version of sabrina the teenage witch from the archie comics that's coming out on netflix today 
Uh, Rami Malek, Chris Pine, Michael Caine, and Sally Field will be on the Graham Norton show if you have BBC America. You know, there's a whole oh, bunch of stuff that happens. Which, okay, when yeah. we let's let's wrap this up. Yeah, I have like a sad little clip to play from that. Rami really? seems to have Rami seems to have low self esteem at times. Oh, uh, oh, it's a really sad little clip. We'll play it Aww. on the other side of this. Great, that's the latest dirt. You can find more at mytalk1071.com. That's a lot of dirt. Dirt alert updates at the top of every hour. Plus, get extended dirt alerts at 820, 1220, and 520. I gotta go. I'll be back in an hour. And now, Jason and Alexis in the morning with producer Don on my talk. Everything entertainment. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, girl. Hey. Welcome to 6 o'clock hour. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Barbara Walters, anything you want to tell the folks? I'm quick to check a bitch if she is out of line. That's right, Barb's. Mm. Uh, I did offend the Dutch, I guess. Uh, Megan Lane writes in. She goes, I'm Dutch and I'm massively outraged now. So leave <laughs> it to me. Well, did, Half I, hour into the show and I'm offending people. Did you look into it, Jace? It's, no, I didn't. Did you it, Google yeah, it? I did, yeah. yeah. It traces back to the 17th century when England and the Netherlands fought constantly over trade routes and political boundaries. Okay. Going Dutch had a negative connotation for the Netherlands who, said, who were said to be stingy. Okay. Oh, that's right. There you go. Thank you. Don. There we go. <laughs> it is uh, coming up on six oh six. So let me uh, let me continue with what Don just brought up in the mini me dirt alert. So Rami Malik was on, and I always wondered how he pronounced his name. Yeah, and you're how getting ready. Well, it's I think it's Rami Malik because he's getting ready to say his own name. <laughs> okay. So I trust him. Um. Anyway, so he's on Graham Norton, which if my talkers, if you don't, Graham Norton is like this fantastic, fabulous talk show host in the UK. Uh, it gets the best guests and they do uh, multiple guest on one couch concept, kind of like Carson did. He just, it's what James Corden does too. Um, James Corden kind of brought that very British um, scenario or format to American talk shows. Yeah. So, so grandma's sitting there and here's on the, here's, here's who's on the couch, Sally Field, Chris Pine and Rami Malik. And listen to Sally get jokingly, but I also think she's not joking, a little pissy about being a method actor. And I guess before this clip, I guess Chris Pine and Rami had made another comment about method actors. Oh. So listen, listen to <laughs> Sally kind of snip, but then listen to poor Rami Malik. Listen, this is. Listen. Extraordinary in here. And a bit like keeping the accent up all the time. You Did you keep the teeth in all the time? Yeah. Yeah, he's talking about keeping the teeth in because they had, you know, obviously Rami mm-hmm. had to get prosthetic teeth to play Freddie Mercury in Bohemian Rhapsody. I had his teeth in because he has an overbite, a massive overbite, which he never wanted to mess with because he has four octave range that he said, I'm not screwing with this mm-hmm. at all. Yeah, right, yeah. So I had these teeth made. I'm, I was like you. I enjoyed it so much. I'm not a method actor. I'm a method actor, so let's stop talking down method actors. Okay. <laughs> I have no problem with it. I'm just saying okay. I'm not. I'm just, right, it's for the purpose of explaining the story. Okay, fine. I've worked mm-hmm. with, I've worked with me- method actors that I absolutely adore, and uh, we can go on about that. I'll tell you about this. Uh, yeah, do. Right so now. you go. kept your teeth in. I kept my teeth in because <laughs> I never get a chance to end every sentence with darling and dear. And Freddie does, and that's mm-hmm. quite nice. It's nice. It's nice being. I'd rather be Freddie Mercury for most of the day than be Rami Malek. <laughs> oh. You know what I mean? No. Oh. <laughs> 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 oh, oh 
you see the visual? Rami is so cute and so awkward, and it just oh, it made me just want to hug him or sleep with him. And I don't yeah, know I just start like hugging and then sleep with them. Just okay, that's thanks, Don. Oh, yeah. I'm just gonna spoon, but that's okay. Yeah, I just love him. I really do. Anyway, so it's I guess He's it's Rami. Sweet. Yeah, He's a sweetheart. And, uh, I, and Mr. Robot, if you watched any of uh, anything past season, season yeah, one, uh, not so great. But that first season, whew, I love so that show. I'm with you, Lex. Yeah, you oh. got me into that. Yeah. Wow. Season two sucked Winnie Pooh's butt. But yeah, it was Whoa. number one was good. Yeah. yeah. And that's a lot of honey. You know? <laughs> but I just I love what he talks about. I love when Rami talks about he doesn't get to end every sentence with with darling or dear <laughs> like mm-hmm. Freddie did. That's right. Darling. Mm-hmm. That's right, dear. So anyway, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody in theaters, I think this week or next week. I I liked it. I didn't love it. Just to recap, if you missed that episode of the show, what it did for me, though, I thought about this yesterday. I was on my way uh, to get some shirts and I downloaded. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry. You said something else. Shirts with an I, right? Oh, you thought I said shirts? (laughs) With an A. No. Yeah. No, okay. I was getting some shirts, shirts from yep. the, from the guys that makes my clothes, and as I was driving back, I was excited because I was getting some new clothes. So I turned on the best of Queen. I downloaded the 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 Queen collection. The movie makes you appreciate, and I love when a biopic does that. When a biopic motivates you to either uh, examine more about the subject's life, like maybe perhaps you you know you go get a book and and learn more. Or if it's ba- if a biopic is based on a music star or a mo- or a star star, you're motivated uh, to go consume more of their art, and that's what Bohemian Rhapsody. That's the best thing that came out of that movie for me. I didn't love it. I thought it was glossed over some things they shouldn't have glossed over, but it did make me go back and listen to their music and really appreciate how cuss 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 great they are i mean they they were they are they were my i mean they were magicians they were just they were artists their music the mm. song construction music is a genre you know i'm i'm i like pop culture lex i i lean on lex music is the one area of entertainment i don't know overly well but i do know a great I knew I know an artist when I see one and and going back and looking at Queen and their songs and how they're put together. Oh my goodness. Yes. It's 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 genius. That's why I want to see this and I want to see it in the in the theater. I mean, Bohemian Rhapsody? Yeah. Think about that that song, you know, this was one of the good scenes in this movie. I'm not giving anything away. Uh Mike Myers plays the record producer who basically told Queen that Bohemian Rhapsody was a pile of crap. Mm. And that he wasn't going to release it. There's no way he was going to release it because radio wasn't going to play a six-minute song. And he's right. I mean, he, he well, he's not right about the song being crap, but he's he was right about radio uh, at that yeah, point. at the time. At the time. But my goodness, watching the band put that song together, even if 30% of what they showed in the movie is true... Uh, you know when they do the when the I forgot who does it. It's the blonde member of the group. Uh, I think it's the bass player that does the Galileo. Galileo. Freddie makes him keep redoing it and redoing it and redoing it because he wants to go. He wants his octave to go higher and higher to get just the right Galileo. And it's like 
just to know that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just, for fr- yes. just to put a song. Think about the construction of that song. It's brilliant. I it's mean, brilliant. it's wow. like a masterpiece. It's, it's, who would put that together? That slow, well, first of all, a six minute song. It's like, it's like mm. six songs in one, really. It's like, oh, we're going into this now. I mean, it's just every time I listen to it, I'm like, oh, this is great. Oh, yeah. Yes. And I, I, yesterday in my car, I was rocking out and I'm like, oh, it, it just genius. Absolute genius with that song. Is this the real life? Is this just fantasy? Caught in a landslide, no escape from reality. Open your eyes, look up to the skies and see. I'm just a cool boy, I need no sympathy. Because I'm easy come, easy I mean, just... It's just amazing. Anyway, so uh, by the way, all of those albums are like rocketing uh, up the charts again because the movie's not even out yet. So I don't know. 613, just a moment of appreciation. Yeah, a moment of appreciation Mm. for Queen. We'll call what I just did there. Mm. Uh, 613 coming up on 614. We're going to take a break. We'll have some more uh, hot dish, including Megan Kelly. Stay with us. It's really a hot dish. It's a good thing I brought my leather oven mitts. Oh, you betcha, yeah. Maybe I sprinkle some crushed potato chips on top to snazz it up. It's hot. I'm in the kitchen right now, pulling it out of the oven. Ooh, what's in your hot dish today, Jace? I uh, thank you for asking, Lex. I have a little bit of truffle oil mm. uh, mixed with some mm-hmm. fennel sausage, mm. uh, fresh organic eggs. Whoa, yum! Did you get pieces those from Elizabeth of Elizabeth uh, Reese. Nope, I have them. I make my own <laughs> eggs. Chickens. Okay. My own eggs. <laughs> you make your own. You, wow. I make my own eggs, Dawn. <laughs> They're mine. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> I laid them last night. Wow. Yeah. Uh, bits of sausage and uh, green onion chopped up. Uh, and that's my hot dish today. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Uh, some hot dish for you. Obviously, the number one thing, girl, mm. Megan Kelly out. Ooh, we talked uh, about this yesterday. Uh, we said it. I, I no look, space I, for her. I'm a little sh- I'm a little shocked at the speed at which she wasn't just removed from the show, but the the story goes that she's out at NBC period. Yeah. Which there's allegedly going to be a meeting today with the Luriers and uh, the Peacock. But she's out, girl. Uh, they're going to run a rerun today, and then boom. So there's so many little things. There's so many little things happening. First, let me just talk about some shit. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Shade, probably unintentional shade, but maybe subconscious shade. Girl, did you see Al Roker? I want everyone to go to Al Roker's 
Insta Instagram account right mm. now. Um, no, no, no. Oh, saw, we, girl, we listened to what he the, said on the show yesterday. Well, yeah, but... we played that. Girl, this is the best unintentional or intentional shade ever. His most recent it's picture. His, it's the set, not the not the most recent post, but the one next to it. Okay. Last oh, night, Tamron. <gasps> Last night, he posted a picture with Tamron Hall. Oh, oh God, it's so good. Oh, <laughs> oh, yes. oh, it's so shady. Oh, so shady. Wow, Al. Because, as you guys know, you know NBC got rid of Tamron and bet the farm. Yep. Bet the farm on Megan Kelly, much to the dismay of. A big chunk of today's audience, including my mother, who is still bitter about Tamron leaving. Yeah. And I was at a dinner last night. People love her. I don't oh. know what NBC Give was her thinking. A show. Well, they because, are, but but yeah. not on NBC, girl. Yeah. They're, the, the ABC <gasps> Disney oh, swooped her up. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Smart. Uh, so every show talked about Megan. What do you guys think? Oh, what, I, what do you I, think? Well, I did this yesterday. That she would be out, out, out from NBC, not just from her 9 a.m. time slot and to go back to news that she this was donezo for her. You know, the 9 a.m. slot was never a good fit for her. No. From the get-go. And we talked about that for many, many weeks about that. But that was just, yeah, that, that was the nail right there. Dawn, what do you think? I think that they've been waiting not mm-hmm. for, for something mm-hmm. to... You know, I think they wanted her out for a while, and this was their opportunity. Yep. They're like, oh, good, now we have a reason. But now we have she, a reason. Boy, she's going to get, what, $50 million probably, they're saying? Well, they're going to have to yeah, pay out her contract. contract. Yeah. Well, and one of the rumors is, you know, Kelly Clarkson has a deal with NBC already. Oh. So they're saying that, wow, this is convenient. Maybe instead of just make, you know, instead of having Kelly do a syndicated show that NBC hopes their affiliates will take. Maybe they'll just put Kelly in the 9am time slot. Much better fit. Because Much that better. way they, they don't have to get station approvals. Mm-mm. They'll just, they have, they, the stations have to take her cause they already take the today show. You get, you see what I mean? Yes. So they'll just slide her right in there. Well, back to the controversy at hand, Meredith Vieira was sitting in, for the talk in the on the talk as moderator yesterday, which by the way that would be great if Meredith came back to TV. Uh-huh. But anyway, love her. Here's Meredith and uh, the girls talk. The ladies talking about Megan Kelly. Listen to what Eve Eve girl just like let it out. In her head, I think what she said about blackface was totally ignorant. That I'm sure of. Yeah. And when she equates it with that. Ooh. And I can't believe at 47 she didn't know that, given her, you know, having lived this life. I feel like we all know that. And to even say that as long as it's respectful, it was okay. Since when has blackface ever been respectful? (laughs) (laughs) Never. Um, I just want to elaborate on something Al Roker started and talking about blackface in the history black and and this is the history of blackface blackface can be traced to minstrel shows in mid to late 19th century white actors would routinely use black grease paint on their faces when depicting plantation Mm -hmm. slaves and free blacks on stage these were not flattering representations they were mocking portrayals that reinforced the idea that African Americans were inferior in every way the blackface caricatures that were staples of minstrelsy Mammy, Uncle Tom, Buck and Jezebel took a 
firm right. hold in the American imagina imagination right. and right. carried over into other mediums of entertainment. Mm -hmm. Megan knew better. Right. That's right. Oh, yeah. boy, that is so true. It's very true. That's why, again, I, I played that for a point for a very specific reason. People people thinking that this is a, a byproduct of over-PC-ness. No, this is a much different thing. This is, you you just heard the history of blackface. That, that This is why it's vastly different than oversensitivity. This is racism. I mean, that's what, I mean, it's, it's just, it's, that's what it, that's why it's very, very different. And I get it. I have people in my family. Uh, I, I get frustrated sometimes because I, I don't know sometimes what term to use and what term not to use. Not in this case. But, you know, uh, people get frustrated by the PC culture we live in. I get it. I understand it. I hear you. I played that in, because this is why this is different, just to be clear. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We got to take a break. Oh, yeah. uh, birthday pranks when we come back. Stay with us, everybody. She's up on all the trends. This is the My Talk Now trending report. There are things you need to know. Topping Google Trends and Entertainment, Megan Kelly has beefed up her team by hiring a top Hollywood litigator amidst her blackface controversy, signaling that the anchor is ready to put up an aggressive fight as she sorts out her exit plan with NBC. Kelly is now represented by Brian Friedman. Uh, her new attorney is set to meet with NBC execs today to determine next uh, the next steps, insiders say. Also trending, gamers Red Dead Redemption 2 has a lot to live up to when it comes to reviews. Uh, it's out, and PS4 currently stands at a 97 on Metacritic and a 98 for the Xbox One version. That includes 72 critics currently reporting, and it doesn't look like that's going anywhere fast. Also trending, Starbucks has whipped up a new Wicked Good Halloween concoction. They announced yesterday morning that their Halloween-themed drink is the Witch's Brew Frappuccino, and it's now available at participating locations for a limited time while supplies last. And on Twitter, we have the hashtags title of my horror movie and Friday feeling. Those are the latest trends. You can find more at mytalk1071.com. Now you know what we know. See more at mytalk1071.com. And now, a hilarious Halloween dad joke by Alexis. What did one casket say to the other casket? Is that you, Coffin? This has been a hilarious Halloween dad joke by Alexis. <laughs> I, I, I promised that I wouldn't have any commentary because I wasn't going to exert the energy. But that was horrible. <laughs> Just, yeah, that one was that bad. Was, it was really bad. <laughs> you got to keep trying, I guess. <laughs> keep swimming, right? Now, just yep. keep swimming. Just keep swimming. <laughs> Welcome back to the show, Jason and Alexis in the morning. I'm my talk one seven one everything entertainment. I'm Jace with Lex and Don McLean. Uh, thanks for being here. We appreciate it. Follow us on Yield Social Media. Uh, Lex in the cities. Dawn at dark and Lex. I already said that. And Jason Matheson. <laughs> I already said that one. Okay, 6.33. Friday, 6.30 is what uh, we always do, the, the birthday pranks. Today it's dawn. And uh, this is this is a good one. So I invite you to sit back. <laughs> I invite you to relax, get comfortable, grab some Cheetos. This is all about a text. Mm -hmm. All about a text. <laughs> Here we go, you. everybody. Birthday pranks. Birthday pranking with Jay and Don, but not Alexis because she's bad at lying to people. Hi, is this Karen? 
Yes, hi. Hi, Karen. Well, today is the day. This is Don McLean from Jason and Alexis. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Good. Okay, well, we're going to prank your fiancé, Paul, and because it's his birthday, tell me why you want to prank him. Well, I want to prank him because he literally always sends the wrong text to people all the time. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I. It's just hilarious, and I, and I don't understand. He's just always, like, going, 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 so... Um, I just want to show him that, you know, there's consequences to that. Okay. Yeah, so you said in your email that, like, he will send a group text that's supposed yep. to be private, and then mm-hmm. he replies all to emails at work. He's just notorious for this? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, he's he's pretty bad. <laughs> okay, and recently, yeah. I guess he, send, he sent something to uh, a new woman that he met at a conference? That he did, yep. What did that he, say? He told me about it, so yeah. But he just, yeah, he, he accidentally sent a, a text to him, and, and um, he's, like, dreading to see her now. Oh, and he kind of, no. Yeah, he goes, yeah. He basically, yeah, he said, <laughs> do you want to know what the text said? Yes, please. Yeah. It said, <laughs> uh, red looks good on you, and so would I. Oh, my gosh, and that was meant for you. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, great. All right. Well, I'm going to pretend um, to be that woman, and her name is Celeste, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I just hang out in the background. We're going to call your fiancé, Paul, and teach him a lesson. Hold on. Thank you. <laughs> Hello? Hi, is this Paul? Yep. Hi, Paul. This is Celeste. We we presented together this weekend at the hey, conference. Yeah. Hi, how are you? Uh, good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Well, I just wanted to give you a call because uh, in a couple of weeks we're going to have to present the same thing. Um, and what I wanted to talk to you about was maybe shortening part of the presentation a little bit to give you more time to uh, speak speak about the systems change. Uh, yeah, that that would be great. I have no problem doing that. I plenty yeah. to say on it. Well, my um, my assistant had recorded our um, our presentation, and uh, you know, while looking at it here, I'm kind of droning on and on. <laughs> Honestly, I'm like, wow, I didn't need to include all that, and I really wanted to give you a chance during the next presentation because I think you have such a commanding voice, and um, you know, some guys just really know how to capture the room and get people's attention, and you're a really strong leader, so. Sure. No. Uh, uh, yeah. No. I I appreciate that. I'm I'm happy to talk and uh, and yeah. I just I didn't never, I didn't think you were joining on at all. I thought you did a great job. Oh, thank you. That's nice. You know, I'm looking at this video right now. That shirt is. I love the color. That purple shirt that you have, that you wore. Uh, I mean, I have a lot of purple shirts, but okay, sure. Yeah, it's great. Um, I'll take a screenshot right here of it and send it to you. Um, yeah, you have the cutest dimples when you smile. That's so funny. Has anybody uh, ever told you that? Uh, yeah, no, thank you. Uh, and I have heard that I have, yeah, no, I have dimples. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, 
You know, I was thinking we have this next conference coming up in a couple of months. Um, and I really would like to include you on it because I think people will be on board, more on board with the systems change if you um, if we shorten this, maybe fine tune it a little bit. So are you good for that? It'd be December. You'll have to look at your calendar. December 18th. Um, it is in Chicago, so we'd have to do um, it's a two day conference. So it'd be an overnight. That's a Tuesday and Wednesday. I can just have my uh, assistant book the hotel if you are on board with that. And you can just, you know, you can text me or whatever. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Let me just, um, yeah, let me just check with my fiance and make sure we don't have any plans. Oh, okay. You have a fiance? Uh, yes. Sorry. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so you haven't sealed the deal yet? Um, we're planning, yeah, we're planning the wedding. It just hasn't happened. Oh, okay. Oh, great. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, I, that's a little confusing because of the text, you know, that you sent. Oh. Um, right. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't, I, I actually didn't mean that text for you. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, so the one about that I look good in red wasn't for me? Um, uh, it was really embarrassing. Um, With the winky face. No, it, it, I know, I know. Uh, yeah, that was actually for her. Um, oh, I I'm see. I'm really sorry. Oh, no, it's fine. I was just a little confused because I had mentioned to you, I mean, I know we had only met that one time, but I had mentioned to you that I was single and, you know, I just felt like there was chemistry between us and um, I, uh, you know what, I got that text and I sort of let my brain go and just sort of ran with it. So I just didn't know. So I feel a little weird now, but <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really sorry. It's, uh, oh, that's okay. I mean, uh, hopefully you'll still want to do this next presentation with me. I hope I haven't made you uncomfortable in any way. No, no, I, I, I would love to. Um, I mean, I, I love, I love talking about our work and, Mm -hmm. I really did enjoy uh, presenting with you, and you know, uh, I enjoyed I enjoyed getting to know you. Uh, yeah, but no, I am getting married. Okay, well, hey, I get it, no problem. Uh, let me get my assistant on the phone. Actually, he just walked in the room here, and um, okay, can can you get her? Okay, actually, I'm getting my assistant's assistant. <laughs> And okay. uh, she's going to um, go over some dates with you for that December event. Okay? okay. All right. If you don't mind holding on. Okay. Hey, Karen, why don't you tell your fiance, Paul, that he's been birthday pranked? Hey, honey. Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, are you still there? <laughs> yeah, I'm really you confused right now. <laughs> Um, Paul, uh, actually, I'm so glad that you didn't respond to my flirting because this is Don McLean from Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071, and you are on the radio right now. Uh, hey, radio <laughs> listeners. <laughs> uh, Karen wanted to prank you because you keep sending texts that are to the wrong yeah. people. Uh, I'm the worst. I know. I know. Um, 
I'm just way too fast with texting, and I totally deserve that. Uh, <laughs> I've been totally dreading that uh, the response to that text. I'm now still dreading. I thought I finally got that out of the way. I still have to deal. Yeah, with you still have to deal text. with the real Celeste. So <laughs> yeah, he's probably offended. Uh, Karen, any parting words? <laughs> no, I'm just proud of you, honey. I love you and happy birthday. Uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm proud of you for getting me, but uh, now you're one up on me, so watch your back. <laughs> That's right, watch your back, Karen. Well, thanks for being a good sport, and thanks for being on Jason and Alexis on My Talk 107.1. Sure, guys. Thank Thanks. you. Oh, sure, guys. Like, uh, sure, guys. Oh, Give me the hell off this radio oh, station. Oh, my God. I'm glad I didn't say yes, Alessa. Let's meet. No kidding. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Wow. He, he was like, how quickly can I get off this show? Yeah. Uh, like, you're engaged? Oh. Can't oh. say the deal yet. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> like, I would ever, ever say that. And when I hear that, I go, ew, creepy. Ew. And I said ew. it. Yeah, and you said it. We're going to take a break, everybody. 642, back after these. Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk radio 71, everything entertainment, everything feather pillows. Thanks for being here. Uh, What does Angel want? Oh, my gosh, you guys. You hear this trend that the corduroy fabric, uh, uh, furniture is... Trending? No. What? Corduroy no. furniture. Oh, no. Doesn't that sound horrible? Itchy. I mean, not itchy, but no. Yeah. And uh, just the lines you get. I mean, think about uh, the, sh- the chafing of your corduroy pants. And just imagine that now on your couch. <laughs> but Angel sees this headline as like, yeah, let's get some corduroy furniture. What? Yeah, no. (laughs) Not happening. It's comfy, it's warm. I mean, he's an old man in that way. He loves his corduroy pants, and he has probably mm, 12 pairs. 12 different colors, different thicknesses of of corduroy. (laughs) Yep. He loves them. He gets joy out of wearing his corduroy. It's one of the joys of being in the winter months here for him. So, yeah, I guess uh, that's kind of one of the new trends right now. You can get some amazing corduroy sofas. Oh, okay. Lex, who's saying it's a trend? Well, it's at Urban Outfitters. So, you know. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. So it'll be a trend for six weeks. Yeah, probably. (laughs) (laughs) This will come and go. Uh, but, but yeah, they look just like a big cord- pair of corduroy pants. I mean, it's there's not that much shape to this fabric, and oh my gosh, one looks real dumpy. It just looks like yeah, just a pile of cord- corduroy. Here, I'll send it to you guys. So you can see. Um, I, I just can't even imagine why anyone would think corduroy furniture would be comfortable. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's why warm. Is it wh- but other um, than that, it causes headlines, you know. Oh, yeah. Okay, there she goes, sliding in the dad joke. Um, that's ugly. And body lines, actually. You just sent. Situation. You just sent. A, Alexis just sent a picture of a corduroy couch. Yeah, you see that? Ooh. Oh, that's hideously ugly. I would never have that in my house no, ever. It's just not Dawn? good. I don't. I mean, I don't think so. I just think about you know when you have pets. Oh, you know, the, the pet hair. You yeah. Know, that's a deterrent. And the smell. Ooh. Yeah, cleaning it. Good yeah. point. 
Gross. <laughs> no, Angel, I love you, Angel Turo. But yeah, he let's go to the full fo- sofa. Let's go to the phone lines. Who do we have? Ooh. Reba. Yeah, Reba Hi, wants Reba. to talk about corduroy. Good morning. Good morning. Hello, my, hello, my love. Do you have corduroy furniture? I'm like 90% sure that the two recliners I have in my storage unit from my grandma and grandpa are corduroy. Mm. Shut up, really? Dead serious. They are the softest <laughs> things ever. I have they're fallen asleep in those chairs so many times. Wait a second. They're, you said they're in your storage unit, though. <laughs> She's like, no, yes, used that's to. because I'm... Well, because I moved back home to my mom's house. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought they were just, have, like, sitting there. <laughs> no, God, no. No, I'm planning... I'm moving out in, like... Two, three weeks, and I'm taking those chairs with me, of course. Oh, I got you now. Oh, see. oh yeah. They're the softest things. They're so comfy. Really? For the, I love them. The corduroy is comfortable? Yes. Oh, my oh, God. Reba. I love them so much. I had white corduroy pants. I got rid of those in a heartbeat. Those are awful. Yeah. <laughs> because they're white pants. Because they're white. Yeah, I mean, there's white. Yeah, and they're corduroy. Yeah. And you mix the two things together, and Oof. yeah. Yeah, okay, at that well, point, it got a little weird. Okay, Reba. Well, I'll try it. I just I'm looking at this couch and I'm just not seeing how it can be comfortable. But you're telling it's more me more comfortable I, with a reclining or with a reclining chair because then okay. it's just they're just oh, oh. oh I just wish I could go snuggle in those chairs right now, but they're in the back of the storage unit. Okay, I, I'm gonna take you. You sound oh. Yeah. And here's another yeah. person calling in. Okay, wow, Reba, wow. you're not alone. Thank <laughs> wow, you, sweetie. I'm gonna tell let's, go to, this. let's go to Allison on line two. Hi, Allison. Hi, Jason. Do you Hi, have Alexis. corduroy? Hey, good morning. Do you have corduroy I do not furniture? Have, I do not have corduroy pants. But if he wore his corduroy pants and sat on the corduroy couch, <laughs> that's how Ziploc bags work. He'd be stuck forever. <laughs> like a Ziploc. A corduroy Ziploc bag. Oh, exactly. That is so oh, true. The lines is... would all line up and he couldn't get up. Yeah. The grooves would fit together. You would never, he was like Lego. It would be, he would be yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, see, that's a great point. No, I'm going to Al- tell him that. Uh, Allison, no. does, does corduroy furniture sound comfortable to you? It does just because I was a chubby girl, and so I remember the corduroy between my legs. Yeah. So Me I got to say no. I got to say no. no and when I, it yeah, wears, I, it would be bad. Yeah, I'm with you. I just, I have no idea why this would be comfortable, but no, Reba, just no. a few minutes ago. Huh? It might be I know. still comfy, guys. Maybe, Maybe I don't know. Well, and then, but then you I do wake the up. Lord- I had velour chairs for my grandma, and yeah, I loved them when it was my first apartment, but I wouldn't own them now. Oh, hell no. No, no, no. Uh, I had lines. I I had like a lined couch, and though it's a horrible dad joke from Alexis, I would wake up from a nap or whatever, and I would look like a panini. You know what I mean? My (laughs) face would look like a panini. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got to go with no. I got to no, go with a no on that one. We're going to go you. with a no. Thanks, Allison, Allison, thank you. Well, Lex, we got to we got to we got to solve this. Yeah. Oh, no. I'm making the choice there. We shan't be no. doing that. We might get a corduroy pillow. I love That's probably as far as I'll go right now. Isn't it funny? And it's something about it's something about dudes because my father-in-law and I think he's given it up a little bit. And it's kind of a stereotypical thing. Like, remember in the movie Ghost, Patrick Swayze had that recliner that he wouldn't let Demi Moore move. Yes. And then, like, Archie Bunker, you know, and then Fraser's dad had that chair. So it's a kind of a stereotypical dude thing. But I will tell you, sometimes stereotypes exist for a reason. 
my father-in-law, you know, uh, several years ago, maybe three, four years ago, my mother, my mother-in-law got a kind of a bug to repaint the living room and yeah, freshen hard, up a little yeah, bit, put hardwood down instead of carpet, any hoodly doodly. And she got a new living room set. Well, Papa Haas absolutely refused to get rid of his recliner, which we called it Honey Boo Boo because it looked like the Honey Boo Boo couch <laughs> in the Honey Boo Boo show, like oh, really wow. fluffy and just large, you know, armrests and stuff. So Colin, you know, Colin, us being the gays, you know, we decorate. That's our people's work. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> the gays were not happy whatsoever about the fact that in this brand new room, the Honey Boo Boo recliner would stay. And that's what we kept calling it. We're like, can we get rid of the Honey Boo Boo recliner? And then when we went to go pick out the the furniture, he gravitated toward couches that <laughs> looked like, like the recliner. So Colin and I, we had a, we, we had a strict rule. No Honey Boo Boo furniture. Like, no. Mama no. Haas won that war, didn't Mama she? Mama Haas well, Mama Haas won that role of that war because the gays took her out without Papa Haas. Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh! We we did we did a covert mission, furniture mission without Papa Haas. That's so funny. We, bought, we the we bought the couch without him, and that's how we won that war. So yeah, Aww. us tricky gays. I'm telling you. Six fifty five. We're gonna take a break. Seven at seven, uh, and much more after these words. It's a beautiful day. As prices keep creeping up, your entertainment budget doesn't have to take a hit. Live One Plus has all the music you love, ad-free for only $3.99 per month. Dive into Live One's massive library of songs, listen to curated playlists, or create your own. Check out exclusive artist-hosted stations and do it all for the best price in streaming. Lock in a Live One Plus membership for just $3.99 per month now, and you'll not only beat inflation, you'll get all your favorite music ad-free. Check out liveone.com slash bestmusic for details. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.